Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast. And I hope everybody had a wonderful Thanksgiving. I'm actually doing this episode on Black Friday because the holidays took up my time. I was actually off four days this week, thank God, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then today. So I figured I'd film my episode today on Black Friday because it 100% sounds like a dark day. And if you are doing the shopping where you're going to brave the malls and Walmarts and Best Buys and Targets, Godspeed because Black Friday usually comes at the end of the day with some crazy news stories that include people being trampled, people um, fighting each other for TVs that are on sale, and that is something that I have not done in a long time, probably since I was a kid with my mom because she used to be that type of person to go catch a deal. But anyways, in the world of paranormal news, we have a giant sea turtle fossil an ancient sea turtle the size of a car that was discovered. The Levithielchilis ensegematic was a sea turtle that roamed... I, I, I butchered that, so please forgive me. A sea turtle that roamed Europe 83 million years ago, clocking in about 12 feet long and weighing nearly 2 tons. The marine animal in Europe, biggest known turtle. And that was discovered in the past week. So we're still finding things, which goes to show you that things that we see on TV, even though some of the things are doctored and edited, we don't know what's out there. We're still finding things, and that's incredible. And this was pretty, pretty big. If you guys are on social media, you might have seen this one. Um, Archaeologists believe they found a tunnel in Egypt that could lead to Cleopatra's tomb. A team of archaeologists from the University of San Domingo, led by Dr. Kathleen Martinez, has successfully uncovered a tunnel carved in rock in the area of the Temple of Tabzaris Magna. Now, if something like that was to be found, Cleopatra was well known, historically talked about. If they find her tomb, it's been about a week and change now since this dropped this news. Um, nothing yet has else been un- uncovered or talked about, but however, when it comes to archaeology, it takes time. You can't just go digging in there at a rapid speed. There's some valuables. So this was pretty big news in the world of um, archaeology and the unknown because, like I said, we are still finding a lot of things, and it's a big, big news report as far as archaeology. We're still uncovering things. Now, I'm actually going to get into a story that involves NDE, near-death experience. Um, As you guys know, I did an episode, and it's actually one of my top-rated episodes as far as um, all the episodes I've done so far. Near-death experiences is up there with being top-rated for um, as far as the most listened to, and it was an intriguing episode because I actually wanted to do it for quite some time, and... I spoke about some stories and experiences that people have in regards to what they experience when they do, in fact, have an NDE. But there's one story that I came across in the last few weeks, and that's the story of Scott Drummond. And it's an incredible story because NDEs have different people when they come back from essentially being dead. They describe a lot of things, but mainly they see the light. They hear voices, they have their life their life flash before their eyes, um, they feel at peace, and you know, we, we get 
bits and pieces or some people see themselves and can see what doctors are saying or doing. And then when they come back, they describe essentially what happened when they were on the operating, operating room table or when they were in the emergency room after a critical accident, which would be unfortunate. But this story, it happened pretty um, fairly, I guess, recently. And I read up on him and I watched a couple of videos. So I wanted to actually share this incredible NDE story about Scott Drummond. And I will paraphrase what I've read and what I've seen for you guys. So hope you guys enjoy. Scott Drummond was on a ski trip and he was having tons of fun with friend and family and was doing the slopes when he actually ran into someone that was skiing at the same time. He took a pretty impactful hit, but didn't really think much of it and continued his day. And when you do sports or you're doing activities like that, especially skiing and snowboarding and things where it's fast paced, your adrenaline in your body kind of doesn't let you realize that something may be wrong after taking such a hit that he took with another skier. After about hours of doing their trip, Mr. Drummond, Scott Drummond, ended the day of his skiing and went back to the lodge where he took off the equipment and his gloves and found out that the impact of hitting another skier hours before actually did do something substantial to his hand. His thumb was dislocated and he knew that judging by the way his thumb looked that he needed to seek medical attention and he also, after uncovering the glove, on take, taking off the glove and seeing his hand and seeing his thumb, when your brain is acknowledging that everything is done, your adrenaline is low from the activities you were doing, that the pain starts to kick in. So after seeing this, his brain registered something's not right and the pain started to kick in. So not only did he acknowledge he had to go to the emergency room and seek attention to this issue, but he also started to get the pain that would have normally came if it didn't happen during an activity where your adrenaline would be going high. Eventually, he found his way going to a hospital where the doctors saw that this needed to be tended to pretty, pretty fast, and he found himself getting ready to go into the operating room. He laid on the table, and when you're on the operating room table prior to surgery, you are going to be eventually administered anesthesia. And before the anesthesia is administered, and I'm, I'm actually speaking from experience, I've had three surgeries on the same knee, you are coherent and aware of what is being said, what is being done. You could see the doctors and the nurses, the scrub nurses, doing what they do before being administered the anesthesia. And right before he went out under the anesthesia, he actually was alarmed by hearing one of the nurses that assist in the surgery that he was about to have saying that she's never done a particular um, procedure that would be affiliated with the operation. And then he went out cold. The next thing that he remembered after hearing that was being above his body. And he looked around and saw the doctors and the nurses, and he actually witnessed the nurse that said what she said, that she wasn't sure about how to do a certain procedure, running out crying that he was, you know, at that point he thought something had happened to him and he was physically seeing himself. And what the nurse didn't do right was tying a tourniquet a certain way so that they would be able to operate on his hand without immense bleeding. 
And what ended up happening is be, she tied it a certain way and released a certain part of the tourniquet, which actually sent oxygen or blood in the direction of his heart, stopping his heart. Now, at this point, he knew something was going on, but he sensed the presence. He knew that no one could see him, but he was seeing everything that was going on. And he could sense a presence, but not exactly see what the presence was next to him. And within a little bit of time, after this awkward experience of seeing himself, seeing the doctors and nurses, he felt this presence, and then he appeared into a field. And in this field, he saw flowers and clouds and lots of these weird-shaped trees. And immediately, what he described, Mr. Scott Drummond, is that he felt very at peace. It was pleasant. There was not a worry in the world. And he just looked around and saw all these different types of flowers and trees that he has never seen in his life. And judging by what I read on Mr. Drummond and seeing pictures of him, I would say he's in his mid to early 60s, maybe late 60s. And he describes not seeing any of these flowers and trees, but they were gorgeous. And after spending some time in this field and looking around, he had the presence that was in the operating room with him before he appeared in this field. He didn't feel that presence no more, as, only, as if it was gone. That it guided him from being above his body in the operating room to all of a sudden in this field, and that presence was no more. And after time had passed, he began to have a life evaluation. His life was flashing before his eyes. And he saw all the good things that happened in his life. All the people. All the people he met that he met briefly or vaguely. And then he saw all the bad things that had happened. So he had seen all the good people, all the people in his life, all the good experiences, people he met briefly, people he knew forever, people he lost. And then he started seeing all the bad experiences and bad things that have happened to him and some of the decisions that he made. And after this whole life flashed before his eyes, he looked forward into the distance and saw this, this cloud. And there was a voice that was kind of drawing him to go towards this cloud. And he approached the cloud and he said that an arm, just an arm with a hand, came out of this cloud and a voice spoke to him and said, it's not your time. You have to go back. And what he described is that he didn't want to go back. That it was so peaceful in this other world where these flowers and trees were. That it was it was like just a dumbfounding experience. And the voice said, you have to go back. It is not your time. And eventually he found himself go back into his body on the operating room table where the doctors and nurses were visibly relieved that he was back. Scott Drummond was dead for 20 minutes when his heart stopped and that nurse made the almost crucial error in this procedure of something very, very nonchalant procedure of repairing ligament damage and rejoining his thumb to his socket. 20 minutes, he was dead. And this is what he saw. Now, this story is substantial because his heart wasn't beating and he was coherent enough to see these things in detail and describe what happened when he came back. And his story, if you type his name, Scott Drummond, Scott 
D-R-U-M-M-O-N-D. His story pops up everywhere and is now one of the stories that scientists, doctors try to find out how he saw what he saw. Now, after seeing this video and reading upon Mr. Drummond, I went to actual science to see what happens when you die. It's see something that a topic that intrigues me and scares me. It scares most Americans and most people around the world. You know what happens after you know we want to have an answer so that you know we don't put it to the side because we we put death to the side. And most people are so afraid of it that they tread their life carefully because they don't want to fall into that category. They take extra precaution and they're overprotective of their loved ones because Ultimately, they try to prevent the inevitable, which is unfortunate. So it's a, a topic that intrigued me. And in, unfortunately, in the past, past few weeks, a lot of people have passed away. Now, something I didn't mention that I, I'll drop now on the news was Jason David Frank had committed suicide this past week. He was the Green Ranger, White Ranger, pretty much the, the face franchise of Power Rangers. And I had a friend of mine that I grew up with that lost his wife this week. And then we heard about Kevin Conroy and a whole bunch of other things. And, you know, when, when you read this, the topic of death either depresses you and saddens you or it intrigues you to do research. And upon dying, the last function of your body to essentially go is your hearing and your brain. Your brain, your heart will stop beating, but your brain still goes. But for the amount of time that Scott Drummond was clinically deceased, 20 minutes was substantial for him to have come back and give this vivid description of what he saw, essentially on the other side. Now, we talk about certain drugs that can kind of give you this out-of-body experience and otherworldly experience, a DMT or DMAT, I always get it mixed up, or what other people have saw. But he described something that was heavenly and a voice that told him it is not his time. Now, when you are out cold or pretty much dead for 20 minutes, it's kind of hard to comprehend your brain giving this much information and much, this much visualism for you to remember and come back. And now what Scott has done after coming back with this insane experience is he has become a pioneer of trying to tell people that life has a meaning and enjoy it. But don't be fearful for what can happen when you pass away. That yes, you should be sad when people grow sick with terminal illnesses and pass away. But that it is not the end. That there are things better in this world that do happen. And he witnessed it from an accident, a freak accident for a medical procedure that was not supposed to be ending or giving the experience that he had. Had he not had this experience, we would not have this story. Now, this story is, like I said, a part of the puzzle and intrigues many people, actually intrigues scientists and doctors to study what happens after we pass away. Now, everyone doesn't have a near-death experience. People you know, go under the open-heart surgery and and... Some people's hearts stop and they come back and they just say, yeah, I woke up and, you know, you feel crappy. And they don't have experiences like this, but certain people do. And maybe these certain people that have these near-death experiences, especially like Scott's story, 
is to come back and share and make people believe that there are things that happen after we pass away. And this experience doesn't have to necessarily be, because I know, and I've said it many times in previous episodes, I'm a Catholic. I was a a heavy uh, practitioner of the Catholic religion when I was younger growing up. Not so much anymore. I have my faith. I still believe in, you know, God and Jesus and, and parts of the Bible. I won't say I was, I believe the in, the entire thing, but it's not tied down to a religion. You know, what he saw doesn't translate to a certain religion. So it gives everybody on this earth potentially a hope that something good does happen. And a lot of the stories from the stories I know, maybe anywhere between 65 to 75% of the stories are calmful, peaceful stories and people come back with a new outlook on life and the fear of death is almost obsolete. So I wanted to share this story with you because Near Death Experience, the episode that I did, was a hit and this can obviously correlate with that episode and There are many stories like Scott's out there and you can get lost in Google and type them in and read a bunch of them as I told one in my episode Near-Death Experience NDE and I've told Scott Drummond's story right here. So if you want to go and Google, there's tons of stories out there and it will make you hopefully be at ease if you are one of these people that constantly think of the inevitable because that's what it is. But what, what Scott is saying is essentially... Don't be fearful of what is to come because it is peaceful. So I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast. It's a short one. It was a story-based episode. But if you want to see my content on Instagram, you can see my Instagram page and everything that's going to get released and posted. And I throw other bits and pieces of the paranormal world on there on Instagram, SWAB underscore podcast, which is short for the Say What Again Billy podcast. I'd like to thank the Anchor app for giving me the opportunity opportunity to talk about Mr. Scott Drummond's story. Anchor by Spotify is the free app that gives you all the tools you need to create a podcast and get it out there on platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other podcasts. So if you have an a idea of a podcast and you want to get it out there, download the Anchor app by Spotify. It is a great app. That's what I use to have my podcast out there and give you this near-death near-death experience of Mr. Scott Drummond. And until next time, this has been another episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast.